I want to leave a legacy for my son and my family. This is my story. This is my project. Hello, everyone. This is Laura, and you're listening to the Laura Strong Mom Podcast. We are now on episode six, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure we're on six. My 75 hard experience, I was able to earn my 75th day last Saturday, actually, which was on October 10th. Let me double check my calendar that I have here on my phone. Yes. So last Saturday was day 75, and I earned that day. It was a really incredible moment, and there are so many words that I can say, or if I can put it in words, uh, if I can sum it up, I guess, in one word that day, proud. I was very proud, and I'm still proud that, and I say earned because Every single day was earned. Every single day was earned. It was not easy. And in Andy Priscilla's book, 75 Hard, he explains that. He says, yes, it's 75 Hard. That's why it's called that. And I fully understand why it is called 75 Hard. And if you have not purchased the book and you are currently interested or would like to do 75 hard, I recommend that you buy it. It is so worth it. Andy goes into the rationales. He explains why about all the tasks, about the entire program, why it is, yes, a transformative process, obviously in our physique, but it is a personal development program. My experience from it was more of that. I wanted to talk about a few things that I learned, and I wanted to share those with you in this episode. So I talked about the first one. The first one was, it's hard. It's a very hard program. I never felt in any point of the process where this is easy, this is super easy, I got this. There was some sort of difficulty. The very first few weeks, I would say from day one to day 25, was ex- they were extremely hard because I felt like I really had to break some of those habits, which were, and I think in a previous podcast episode, I talked about this. On weekends, I would eat freely. Monday through Friday, I would stick to my diet. I would stick to my nutrition. And then Saturdays and Sundays, it was, I didn't track my macros. I would ate the things I enjoyed. And I noticed that I gained weight, that I had gained about 35 pounds. And so I know a huge part was attributed to that, that I had lost discipline and I wasn't consistent throughout the entire week where on weekends I was doing that. And so that was the hard part for me. It was one of the hard parts having to, and I remember clearly it was on a Friday and I was creating an Instagram post. And I thought, okay, and I think I even put it in the caption. If any of you find it, let me know. But I'm pretty sure if I go back and I look at it, I even put, oh, well, normally this is Friday. Normally on weekends, I eat 
indulge or have my donut or have treats. That was a really hard Friday because I woke up Saturday thinking I have to stick to my meal plans. And I had prepped. I know when I meal prepped, I meal prepped for all seven days. I had prepped food to eat throughout those days as well. And I remember thinking, you have your meals, you have your food, it's right there. You have to stick with it. And so I did that. And it was hard though. I I am not going to lie and tell you that it wasn't hard because it was very difficult. And so that was the hard part, sticking to the diet, one of the hard parts. The other ones were the two workouts where I had to space them out. And again, Andy does recommend you not doing them back to back. They have to be spaced out. And so I was spacing them out, my morning workout and my afternoon evening workout. So my morning workout typically was 3 a.m., 4 a.m., early in the day. And then my afternoon workout was five, 4, 5, 6 p.m., depending on when I got off work. And so in the morning, I would do my weightlifting. I would do the, that type of strength training. And then in the afternoon, I would do my cardio, my HIIT conditioning, that part. And so coming from work and incorporating that new aspect into my routine because I was used to working out every day in the morning. And so that part, that habit was already fully established and forged. So that was not difficult. However, the afternoon one where I'm having to come off, come from work and I am a mom and I've shared this before and I have routines that I have with Santiago. When I come home, we do our work. I call it homework, even though he's not officially in school yet, but I am preparing him for that routine of having homework. So I would have cooked dinner, we would eat dinner, and we would have our homework, and we would have our time where I would spend with him. And so I had to allot 45 minutes minimum of, and I would call it mommy's workout time with Santiago. So he knows that. He would say, it's your, it's your mommy's workout time right now. And as you all know, I'm a single mom. And so I had to prioritize and I had to be flexible with my schedule so that I could fit that in. And so I did. And I currently right now am doing phase one, which is the following program after 75 hard. So it's 30 days with more um, tasks to accomplish and the difficulty is increased because the idea is once we hit day 75, the habits should be forged and part of the routine, the routines and solidified. And so Andy incorporates a few more tasks to do. For example, one of them is a cold shower, five minute cold shower, which is super, super humbling. It is it has made me very appreciative of warm water and it is not easy every time and it is a humbling experience but I am going to definitely continue to work through it and trust the process. And so that evening workout I had to it was hard to get it in. Hard to get in, but I was able to do that and able to persevere. So that was one of the aspects of it, that it is hard. It's a hard program, but not impossible because I was able to do it and 
there is a hashtag 75 hard on Instagram. I recommend if you are interested in this program or in general, just to follow it. There are so many incredible and inspirational people doing this program. And that is something that I looked at every day. I looked at that hashtag and I read about people's journeys and it was super empowering because I knew it gave me a sense of solidarity that I was not alone, that I'm not alone. I'm not the only one doing this. There are other people around the country, around the world doing this. So it gave me a this strength and unity sense to where I was able to see other people accomplish it. For example, other single moms or other moms, other dads with families, with responsibilities, and they were able to complete 75 hard. So that gave me that sense of, well, their parents, and they were able to prioritize their day and make it through. So you know what? I could do that too. And it gave me that really positive sense of inspiration to where I was comparing, I guess not necessarily comparing. I guess you can say I was making a correlation. I'm a mom. This incredible person on Instagram is also a mom. Look, she did it. I can do it too. And that's where I've really learned to positively compare and use comparisons in a positive light rather than detrimental or putting myself down because that's not really helpful at all. And so that was really helpful looking at that 75 hard hashtag on Instagram. Super helpful. The second thing that I learned in this journey was execution over emotions. And I had to complete the tasks no matter what. Even if I was sad, happy, tired, upset, frustrated, unmotivated, because there were days that I was unmotivated. And that's just a part of life. We're not always motivated 100% of the time. And that's some, that is a reality that I learned, that there were days that I was not motivated, but I still had to execute. I still had to do all the tasks, even if I felt unmotivated from the start of the day to the end of the day. I was able to execute and I forced myself to execute. And I, at the end of those days where they were super unmotivated, I found a pattern where even if I was feeling unmotivated throughout the day, I was still executing, 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 doing the tasks, doing the workouts, gallon of water, 10 pages of reading. I was working through them. And once I finished the day and I checked everything off and the day was completed, I felt this immediate sense of accomplishment and I felt great. And at the end of those days were, I would say, oh, these are the best days because this was a day that I was super unmotivated, but I still pushed through. And those I can tell you were the best days of 75 hard where I felt super unmotivated throughout the day, but I executed over emotions. And so that's something that I definitely will carry with me for sure in my journey and in life that we have responsibilities and we have obligations and we still have to do them despite feeling the way we're feeling. And of course we could give ourselves some grace and say, I need to take a few minutes just to refocus, rechannel, but I will come back to this task. I will come back to this responsibility. So that is something that I learned very quickly in this program is that I had to do it no matter how I felt. The third thing 
was, and I talked a little bit about it in the first, when I was first talking about having to be flexible in my routines in order to still do the routines with my son in the evenings, but also be able to prioritize that second workout. And so I have developed a better sense of prioritizing and executing. And I know Jocko Willink also talks about this because I'm a, I'm a huge, Jocko Willink is someone I really look up to as a leader in addition to Andy Frisella, but Jocko Willink is amazing. And that is something he talks about in two of his books, actually, The Dichotomy of Leadership, which I read. And right now I'm currently reading Extreme Ownership in where he talks about prioritizing and executing. And it reminded me a lot of that. You have to read those books. If you have not checked them out, they're absolutely incredible. And also, if you haven't listened to Jocko Willink's podcast, it is great too. I also listen to it and tune into it. It's also really great. So I had to really manage my time. I became... I've become very good compared to how I used to be with time management. This program demands you to really manage even by hour. And I'm not exaggerating. I have to literally think of my day. I had to think of my day and manage it by hour. From these hours, from here to here, you will be here. You'll be at work. And then when you come home, okay, during this hour, this is where we're going to cook dinner. During this hour, this is where we're going to do our homework with Santiago. During this hour, this is when we're going to squeeze in that second workout. Then we'll be doing our evening routines, getting Santiago ready for bed, reading books, prepping everything for the next day. I had to really do that. And that's something actually really helpful that has... I know it will continue to help me throughout my life. I feel that I will be able to finish more tasks and be more successful because I am able to manage my time and really eliminate the things that used to be wasteful in my time. And I realized there were there were a lot of things. Well, I realized two things. The first thing I realized is that how much time I was wasting on a lot of things that They were fun, but they weren't really helpful for my personal development. That's the very first thing I realized. For example, social media. I was very guilty of spending an hour, long time on social media, just scrolling, 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 scrolling through. And I don't do that anymore. I, when I go on social media and I'll explain how I kind of, I'm working through that. I'll do my post, I'll post it, and then I will give myself time. I will time myself and say, you have 15 minutes to connect with friends, uh, look for inspirational leaders, use social media in that way. Because social media, I'm not saying it's a negative thing. Social media is great. It's great because you get to connect with other people that you wouldn't connect otherwise online. Uh, I know businesses use it to help themselves. Uh, Leaders use it to inspire and to share their journey. So it's a great, great tool. tool. And I know my friend Katie, if you're listening, Katie, I really appreciate your awesome. She shared this idea with me. She said, or this way that she views social media for her business. So she views it as a tool. So she tells me that social media in parts for her is a tool. And that is, that was such a great way to put it. 
such a great metaphor. And so I've limited my social media time so that I'm able to prioritize the second workout, prioritize homework time with Santiago, prioritize any clean, house cleaning or anything I have to do as far as me prepping for work the next day or prepping my my clothes, my workout clothes, my materials for the next day. I was really able to manage that a lot better, which I'm very thankful for. And so that is something else I learned to become better with time management and prioritize and execute while also being flexible. And some days if I got off work later, if I had to stay later on an evening to be able to still manage that second workout, getting it in and still fulfilling my responsibilities as a mom and with my family, fulfilling those responsibilities. There's this incredible sense of accomplishment when we do that. When I did that, I found in my journey that at the end of the day, when I, when it said complete day 52, for example, complete day 53, day 54 or whatnot, complete, for example, I felt, I felt a really great sense of accomplishment that I was able to get it all done. I was able to manage my time. And that is where I really started to see that this is not a body transformation program only. And that's when I, my eyes really opened to that because initially that's what I thought it was when I, I hadn't done extensive research on 75 hard. I was following, I'm following a few awesome individuals on Instagram and I would see them that they would do 75 hard. And I, when I started doing it, that's what I initially thought it was. But then very quickly, I learned that it is not only a body transformation program. It, I would say in my experience, it is more so a personal development program to where I'm acquiring skills to help me be successful in life because I'm doing, I'm not reading about it. Because I know there are a lot of wonderful self, uh, wonderful personal development books, podcasts, which is great, which is so amazing to have as resources, but actually doing it, doing the work allowed me to learn it and allowed me to acquire development in it. And even to this day, I still feel like that continues to be forged every single day because I'm still consistent with everything since right now I am doing the phase one program. I'm still having to adhere with the same things from 75 hard. So I feel like every day I'm becoming stronger in those skills, which is really awesome and I'm looking forward to. However, I know it's hard. It will continue to be hard. It's not easy. So it's something that I have in mind and I just have to take it a day at a time and earn the days. And Speaking of the sense of accomplishment, that's where I felt my confidence, that my confidence increased through action. I found that my confidence, because I know I've shared this before, my self-esteem and my confidence, I I used to not have self-esteem as much, or I used to not be as confident before completing 75 hard. And I I feel more confident. I feel like I have more of a self-esteem because... I accomplished the days despite feeling tired or despite life things happening 
where I had to prioritize, where I had to move things around, where my second workout had to be done a little bit later, things like that, but it was still done. And so I found that my confidence increased a lot, especially on those days where they were harder than usual because I felt unmotivated. And that is something amazing that I'm very proud of. And I also am looking forward to that as I have that in mind when I have difficult days, just coming back to this moment and this realization that here is an opportunity for you to gain more confidence because we are going to figure out a way to power through it. And I know on the last podcast episode, I discussed my a trip that when I went to Cambria and at Paso Robles, I had to switch my oil and all that experience that I was able to just get it done more gracefully and more calmly. And so that is really awesome. The other thing that I wanted to talk about, the other lesson that I that I learned is that my discipline has been increased immensely. I've gained an immense amount of discipline. And I used to think I was disciplined because I would train and work out early. And I thought that that was really disciplined. However, I lacked discipline in other areas. As I mentioned before, in my nutrition, I was not as disciplined. And even with my time management, I felt like I could be better, especially when I realized that I was wasting a lot of time on things that were fun, you know, but they could be limited to a smaller chunk of time so that I was able to read more books as I'm did now in this program in 75 hard. I've read five books and I'm so looking forward to continue to read more books because that's something I've been wanting to do. I know the last time I read this amount in large portions I would say it'd probably have to be back in college when I would read large amounts of text books or assigned text for my classes. But now I feel like I'm getting through so many books and not just fiction books, but personal development books where I'm able to apply some things learned into my life, which is really awesome. And I'm looking forward to that as well. So I also learned, speaking about discipline, that it's hard, but it's not impossible because I was able to do it through 75 hard. I was, I'm able to hold on to this experience and hold on to this accomplishment so that I could use it to motivate me through this program that I'm doing now, phase one, but also motivate me as I continue to set goals. Because for me, I continuously set goals for myself. For me, I don't like to just be complacent in life. I like to maintain the standards for myself that I have, but also continue to strive for excellence in as many parts in my life as possible. I see myself as a lifelong learner. I see myself as constantly trying to improve because there's always room for growth, even if it's a little bit. And I don't consider myself to be 100% an expert on everything. I can always learn. I can always grow. And it's really 
for me, it resonates a lot of humility too, to where I remain humble in that aspect where I don't assume I know everything and I don't need to learn anymore. I don't need to take constructive criticism. I don't need to take feedback. No, I need it. I need the constructive criticism. I need the feedback so that I'm able to continuously grow as a person, continuously develop my character. And I wanted to talk about the reasons why I wanted to do 75 hard. I know I didn't mention them. There's a few reasons why I wanted to do this program. The first one is my son. I want my son, I want Santiago to know that I went through this, that I put myself through this hard and challenging personal development program to inspire him to courageously pursue goals in life and to understand that discipline is needed, that self-esteem and confidence is needed in order to be successful in life. And I know Andy Frisella really drives this home and talks about this constantly in his podcasts, that those skills are needed to be successful in life. And so I wanted Santiago to see that and to be proud of that and to know that his mom, that I put myself through that. And I want to set the example. I don't want to sit with him and just talk about it. Just talk about son, Santiago, you need to have discipline. You need to work hard. No, I want to show him. I want to show my son that I did it my actions, I want my actions to speak louder than any word I can tell him. And that is, that's my why. That has always been my why. And that's been my purpose in life as well and striving for excellence is that I want to lead by example. I want to show him through my pursuits and my accomplishments, and my goals in life, I want to lead by example. I want to give that example to him so that he's able to see that because I want the best for him in life, and I want him to be successful, and I know that this can be very, very helpful for him seeing that, seeing that, seeing myself being a role model for him in that. So that is a huge, that was a huge reason why I wanted to go through 75 hard. The second reason is my, what I want to do also is sharing my journey. I want to inspire you, inspire you that you're listening, inspire you that you're following me on social media by my actions. So it's the same thing, similar with Santiago. I not only want to show you, to talk. I not only want to just talk about it, I wanted to be about it. I wanted to show you through my actions that these things are important and they matter. And so that those were huge motivations and those pushed me through this program that I always thought about actions speak louder than words, actions speak louder than words, lead by example. And so those are two really important mantras, if you will, that I hold on very near and dear to my heart. Lead by example and actions speak louder than words. And those are two things that I will continue to hold on as I set goals and I continue with this podcast. I continue with my Instagram platform to just do me, 
just to do things to improve my character in the hopes that it inspires at least one person to make that change, to take that courageous step, just like I did when I saw the 75 hard posts and that hashtag, when I saw other parents doing it. I want you to see my journey and see my experience with 75 hard and think, well, if Laura, a single mom working full time, can put herself through all that and succeed, then I can too. And that's my hope that if you following my journey, you following my experience with 75 hard, you listening to this podcast episode today, if you can see that I did it, I earned the days and I completed 75 hard, then you can too. You have everything you need within you. You just have to keep doing it. You just have to do. And it's simple. I know it sounds very simple. You just have to do. It's it's simple yet difficult because the discipline is difficult, but it's just a matter of taking one step after another and building that momentum. And I know I talked about my goals now. What am I doing now? You know, now that 75 hard is over, I'm I mentioned it before, I'm doing phase one, which is a 30-day program that I'm earning the days through that. And we'll have to see after day 30, but I know for sure that these skills are lifelong. They're they're long lasting. I know they've been forged. So I know that I will continue to hold time management, discipline, prioritizing, flexibility, near and dear to my heart, self-respect, self-esteem, so that I'm able to continue to utilize these skills in life as I pursue goals in my career, uh, in my parenting, in my friendships, in relationships, things like that, um, those important parts of life. And for success in general, I know that these skills that I've forged and will continue to forge because I know I can always get better. I know there's room for growth that I can't, I can't let, I can't stop them. So I can't stop working on my discipline. That discipline is something that I will have to continuously work through every single day and earn the days. And I really love saying earn the days as Andy Frisilla says it, because yes, it's great to look at the long term, but sometimes if we just keep it one day at a time, it really helps us push through, especially on those unmotivated days. If I can just, and I've even brought it during my experience down to the task. Okay, Laura, just get the first workout done. Okay. All right, Laura, just read the 10 pages. All right. Okay. You got the 10 pages. Okay. Now let's drink our gallon of water. Okay. Let's stick to meal one. Got it. Meal two. Got it. Turn down the donut. Don't eat the donut. Okay. Didn't eat the donut. Okay. Don't eat the cookie. Uh, Don't eat that. Don't eat that. Stick to your diet. Stick to your diet. And something else I know I feel like I'm going off tangents, but I feel like as these realizations are coming up, I do want to share them. Something else that I learned also is that I couldn't impose what I was doing on others, basically, and family members, that I was still able to live life doing 75 hard 
I was still able to spend time with family, uh, spend time with Santiago, do our routines with Santiago. I just had to see the environment as an opportunity to develop my discipline. Just as we see the gym or we see our workouts, we see our nutrition as an opportunity to get stronger, to improve my physique, to lose weight, to get lean, to learn in my class I'm taking right now, uh, to work toward my career. Seeing those situations and those environments as opportunities rather than challenges or this is so hard, that's how I would see it. So if my family, they were having their dinner, they were having their delicious food, and I had to stick with my meals, I saw it as an opportunity. Oh, this is an opportunity for me to develop my discipline because here's here's an opportunity. And so I saw it that way more than this is really hard. Like, look at them or try to impo- try to impose it. And so my family just got used to, oh, that's just... That's just Laura with her meal. She's doing 75 hard. And I communicated that with them. That was really important communication. I communicated with friends. I communicated with family. Hey, guys, I'm doing up this personal development program called 75 hard. Um, please do not be offended if I turn down the food you're offering me. But I cannot. Unfortunately, I cannot accept it. Unfortunately, I cannot eat that. I have to eat my meals. So that is something really important that I learned to communication, communicating what I'm doing. And even with my coach, Mark Lopez, um, that works with me, uh, I explained to him, Mark, I'm doing 75 hard. Um, this is what the parameters are. And he was totally, I mean, he's totally supportive. I'm so thankful for Mark. He's amazing. And so he was like, got it. So that's one thing I also recommend when you're doing this program, if you're interested and you're going to start it, is to communicate with family and friends that you're doing this just so that there isn't misinterpretations of why you're not partaking. You're still spending time with family. And that was one of the huge takeaways too, is that 75 hard didn't limit me to just stay at home and, and not engage with family or not do the normal routine things that I did. It was more of like I had to adjust the routines that I did and have flexibility to where I'm having to eat my diet, having to eat my meals, excuse me, I should say having to eat the meals as that are part of my diet. And so that is a huge takeaway communication and not allowing 75 hard to hinder you allowing 75 hard to empower you and drive you towards success and excellence. And so those are the lessons I've learned. And those are the lessons I learned in 75 hard. I'm just really thankful. I'm thankful, grateful every single day that I made it through. And it was an incredible accomplishment. I wanted to give a few acknowledgments and thank yous um, at this time before I close the episode, I just wanted to say thank you so much to my parents. My parents, they totally understood. They were very supportive, especially my mom. She was just telling me, what day are you on? How are you doing? So she was really, really supportive. And my close friends as well, uh, sending me DMs, sending me text messages, how proud I was. Every step of the way, they were there and they were being super supportive. And so also a lot of you that are reaching out on Instagram, commenting, DMing throughout the process, even to this day to where you're still supporting and sending that love and positivity as I'm trying to complete phase one as well. It it means a lot. Every single DM, I read it, comment, I try to read them, um, look at them and use them as 
motivation. And I sincerely appreciate you all so much. I appreciate the comments, the DMs, the encouragement. It truly means means so much. It means a lot to me and your support of this podcast as well. And I appreciate you listening to the entire episode, listening all the way through. And if you've tuned into previous episodes and supported the podcast, it really, really means a lot to me. And I'm just very honored to have this opportunity to use this platform to share my experiences and share my journey, especially with something very important like this, such as 75 Hard. I have been linking Andy Frisella's Instagram and information regarding 75 Hard in the previous episodes. I will do that in this one as well in case you are interested. I will be linking the website where Andy does talk about 75 Hard. I will link the podcast episode where Andy talks about some of the rationales and how important 75 Hard is. I also will be linking the page where you can purchase the book. And I also will be linking Jocko Willink's podcast because it is a really good podcast. Um, Jocko is really amazing. And so I will be linking that information. I also will be linking my Instagram. If you have not followed me on Instagram, please do. I share my workouts. I share my journey there. And again, I truly, truly appreciate all your support. It means so much. And we will see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful day and take care.